Welcome to The Money Mavens, a podcast for the ambitious female business owner that loves money and desires to create a business and lifestyle up-level. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder, and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business and lifestyle, combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, lots of fun, and a double dose of luxury. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Hello, before we get started today, we just wanted to let you know that our books are currently open for a private mentorship client. So we take on a maximum of five private mentorship clients at a time, and that's because we put so much energy and time and effort into our private mentorship. It's our highest level of support. And so we're currently looking for a new private mentorship client. We're so excited to meet them. (laughs) Um, So basically, it will start in September. If you're currently already making six figures in your business and have a vision to either get to multi-six figures or to get to seven figures, then this is for you. We're talking about big growth. You might already be making multi-six figures and you've got a seven-figure goal. You might already be doing seven figures. You want to do multi-seven figures. We're here for it. We are here for it. So basically... What you get with us is we dive deep into your business. We look at your systems. We look at your structures. We look at how you're working. We look at how you're selling. And then we come up with this. We look at what your goals are for your business. And then we come up with a strategy specifically for you. We keep you accountable. We meet in person. We have an in-person day. It's a minimum of six months. We also have a 12-month package. And it starts at £12,000. So investment is 12K, but your return on investment will be limitless limitless it's going to be amazing so if you're ready to really go for it in this last quarter of the year and to make 2024 your most profitable then reach out reach out let's talk like we say it's very limited so we are actively looking at the moment we're calling in this like dream client that we want to work Mm, with we love our private mentorship clients we do we do so we're going to get started on the podcast today and we're going to talk about money and about when you're not making the money that you want to like what you how to shift the energy like you might be having a bad month yeah happens or you could be having a bad quarter happens or you could just be in fear a little bit around money at the moment and it's bringing in so how you can shift your energy when you are not bringing in the money that you need or desire yeah so i think the first stage of this is a, a little place called ignorance is bliss and we kind of like no it's we know there's something not quite oh. working. We know we probably need to make a change. But I know we'll just ignore it and hope it goes away. Or we'll just keep doing the same thing and hope we get a different result. Yeah. So, you know, we all do it. Oh, or I'm God. too busy to think about this yeah. right now. So I won't think about it. So Putting your head in the sand. Yeah, you're going to be ignoring it. But the, the, the first step to this and the best step is thinking of it as like a band-aid. You know, you've got to rip it off and you've got to name it, haven't you? Yeah. You've got to call yourself out on it. You and know. like, I am not making enough money right now. Yeah. Like saying it out loud, I am not making enough money out now and I am going to do something about it because there is always a way out. But first, you have got to admit to where you are. Don't be blaming all the potential clients. The don't, be, don't be blaming the algorithm. <laughs> don't be blaming the economy. Like it's so easy to go, oh, business, it's just so hard for now for businesses or not taking personal responsibility. If you are not making enough money in your business right now, you have to name that and that I am not making enough money and I am going to do something about it. And so that can be really difficult to do. It can, because you've got to look at yourself and no one likes to do that. But it's the best part of it because... 
then you're going to start making the change and you're going to name it and you're going to feel better aren't you once you start naming well it's it. like it's the first step it's like with alcoholism isn't it the first step is for people to admit they're an alcoholic mm -hmm. so the first step when things so aren't going great is to name it things aren't going great something's got to change and so it's the step that everything shifts everything so and it can be a relief yeah. I think when people name something that's not right and you know in your heart parts it's like a massive relief because you're just like because you're carrying it around yeah. and that's exhausting and I think the best way to do it is to talk to someone who is outside, outside of your business. business who's a step ahead of you you know don't be just talking to your your sister who's not in business or your mom or your friend or, or your uncle Mark like do, unless you you need to speak to somebody who understands business and has probably been in business longer than you or gets a different part of business that you don't you need I to speak to someone downs yeah they can, like talk from a place of experience and trust and isn't emotionally going to be because you know with friends and family and other and they tell you what you want to hear yeah or they go or into they fear unsolicited advice that you really don't need so find someone that you admire someone like a mentor a coach a consultant that kind of thing where you can talk to them and you know that they are steps ahead of you and they're going to help you so if charlotte and i this has happened to charlotte and i before when we've kind of gone into a little bit of a, a will a spin or things haven't gone as great and we speak to a mentor we don't speak to each other like we speak to each other all the time of course but if we're in a spin we can't just talk to each other because then we can both get into fear or or both get into colluding we need somebody who's one been there done that a step ahead of us and also is a step back isn't so emotional about it like we're so emotional about our own business because it's our business so you know finding that person and the other thing is to get out the goddamn office yeah do it don't do it in your office that's why in person if you can i know it's not always possible but if you can going and meeting that person that you decide to work with or whatever go and meeting them outside the office game changer Right there, right there is game changing stuff. Because you 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 can see sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees when you're stuck in your workplace. Or but when you get out of it, it's like everything shifts a bit, your perspective shifts, the way that you see things shifts, you're able to relax a little bit, your nervous system sort of calms down. You show up differently. You show up differently. Right, yeah. So they're like the practical things that you're gonna do. And then you're gonna start thinking about like a create a plan for change because it only changes if you change and nothing changes if you don't change. And this is why it's so great if you're working with someone that you can start thinking about, okay, what is it that I really want? And you've like, got to be like seeking out change. You yeah. have to seek out change. Like too often people are like, okay, there's an issue. There's something wrong. I'll talk about it. And then I'm going to carry on doing what I'm doing. And I'm going to carry on moaning about it. And I'm going to carry, you know, like this vicious circle of things are changing the world is changing day by day you're changing your clients and customers are changing society's changing the economy's changing you cannot stay stagnant businesses that do well change evolve. and shift and evolve what they do is they adapt yeah the best businesses and the most successful are the ones that adapt they keep their strong brand identity voice all of that, you know, that, that stays very strong, but what they do is they adapt, they pivot, they grow, they listen, they see, and they don't become like, I know everything, because nobody knows everything, and it's really important, and that's the thing when we can get stuck as well, we're kind of like, oh, what can someone teach me? Yeah, or the, like, yeah. We've always got something to learn. Or this has always worked before. Yeah. Well, is it working right now? How long have you been pushing at this closed door for? Like, sometimes there's just a bad month, and that's okay as yeah, well. Yeah. And you know, might maybe when you review it, you're like, okay, there's 
it's just a quiet month or it, it people aren't responding the same way they have like you don't have to jump off the boat at that point but if you've been if things have been shifting and you can see it shifting then you need to shift I think as that's well. when you've got a look I like the episode we've just done recorded before this you could go back and listen to it's about like reviewing and looking at things and if it's only we live so literally in this moment right now like oh my god today like we've not made a sale today what day is it? it's only monday <laughs> but we could say oh my god we've not made a sale today the whole business is going to go to shit or what but then if you look at the whole year as a whole it's great but we can live and i think especially when you're selling something where you were expecting to sell everything we don't expect to sell every single day because no. what we do is high ticket but say you are but you need to look at the whole year to year. Like yeah, you can't you live. You can't even live month by month. No. You cannot because there are some months in business that are better than others. So you have to even like year by year or quarter by quarter. Like do and and, and say to yourself, is this the truth? Or am I future tripping? Am I just kind of like catastrophizing? You know. And either way, whether it's the truth and then you've got to make some really uncomfortable changes, it's better than staying stuck. I hate, oh, being stuck is the worst place, isn't it? Well, you just feel so disempowered and you're so... so And well, it's like helpless almost, but you're not helpless, but you're acting like you're helpless, Mm -hmm. aren't you? You know, if you're stuck... I always feel like I'm drowning. That's the way I describe it. I always feel like... I want to get out, but I don't know how to. And the it's only like, thing is, you can go into like savior mode. You're waiting yeah, for somebody to save you, and yeah, here, that doesn't work. yeah, here's a big, here's a big news flash here. No one's coming to save you. No, this is not Disney. It isn't Disney, and, and we all get into that. We all get into that savior thing, like waiting well, for somebody to save you. Because programmed, isn't it, from, from the get go? But no one's coming to save you. The only person that can shift your life and make you feel better is you, and so. Sometimes you just need that a slap in the face, don't you? And a reminder, not an actual physical slap in the face, but you know, like a reminder. No one's coming to save you. The only one that can save you is you. So you and have you know to do what? something. You don't want someone to come and save you because it always comes with conditions. And if they save you, they can just as well unsave you, yeah. you. So you know, I've seen it happen. We've seen it happen, haven't we, with people where somebody they've got into something and they thought it was the answer to all their prayers and then that person then decides that they don't want that anymore and mm. then where are they left and you know you're, you're giving away like, your power if yeah. you're letting someone save you like i know i've done it in the past i've looked to say not a particular person but like facebook ads to save me like facebook ads is going to be the shift that i need in my business blah 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 thing is facebook ads can be great but not without strategies and yeah and and also they're not a savior no, they, not. you can't you can't well, they're only one part of your business marketing yeah. strategy, aren't they? You know, like they're not, great used in the right way, yeah. But they're not going to completely change everything. But of course, they're marketed. Of course, they are. And everything's like that, you know, like or you know, some investor or whatever, or some prince or knight in shining armor going to come and say it's not going to happen. Like you're going to have to do this yourself, and it's a hard reality, but it's the truth. And it's also you are stronger than you realize. You are more powerful than you realize and when you remember that because you know deep down when you remember that you're you're unstoppable so whilst you're in that victim mode or in that like save me mode and we all go into it like let's not pretend we don't but you can't stay there long because if you do then it's not going to get you anywhere it's not reality it's not and it's better to take positive steps isn't it even if it's going to be uncomfortable or even a poor me mode that's another one that people can go into like even if they don't want to be saved they want to be in the 
victim. Oh, victim. my life's so terrible. It's like when, you know, when you meet up with someone and it's like almost like a competition, you know, my life's shitter. No, my life is shitter because this, that's and this happened. And it's like, actually, life's not that bad. And it's so boring. Yeah, but there is, you know. Oh yeah, we all it, do it. Yeah, yeah we like, all do it. Yeah. Do I it. remember when I used to work for so in social work, God, we used to love her. I've worked so many. Oh, well, I've worked. I was up all night. We are live. <laughs> I'm still working now from three weeks ago, never stopped, never had a minute sleep. And it's just pathetic, isn't it? It's this like, like as if it makes you more worthy, worthy because I'm exhausted. Like it doesn't make you more worthy. It just makes you more of a victim. Like you, you've got your own personal power. I think as well, um, when people do it as well, I notice it NCT, you know, like when you just had a baby or whatever. My baby, oh, my birth. Yeah, my birth. Well, my birth was 76 hours and I had <laughs> 6,000 stitches and I nearly, nearly died twice. Yeah. Lucky, lucky to be here. Lucky to be here. It's so true. I love and a birth then, story. And then you get a birth story. And then once you've got over the birth story, the next one is, are they sleeping through? Well, my baby has never closed its eyes ever. Or my baby sleeps all the way through. My baby. And it becomes like this like competitive yeah how shit can we make for each other feel about being trying to navigate through being parent for the first time which is a you know a minefield but it, I, I really found it really stressful mm. and you like, fall into it you oh get into gosh. it yeah it's ridiculous it's like a badge of honor if you've not slept or you had slept like it was i couldn't decide which one was better no should i be the one with the perfect baby or the baby that didn't sleep like you know yeah. it's just bonkers but yeah birth story I still love doing my birth story. I know, yeah. You know, yeah. My birth story wasn't very dramatic, but I did have to go back into hospital with retained yeah, placenta. Yeah, you had a, you Very dangerous, nearly died. Yeah, you like, <laughs> yeah, pull that one out. I know, I've yeah. heard you. I've heard you. I've heard her three-day labour oh, story as well. I've had a very dramatic plus. <laughs> plus, I had bacitis afterwards and my nipples fell out. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, you don't want to get, we're laughing about it now because we all do it. It's kind of human nature to fall into that. And so let's laugh at ourselves for doing it. But if you're doing it in business, if you're in that victim mode, oh, poor me, oh, nobody's buying, or I'm getting all the wrong clients coming, or people are just wanting to get freebies or blah, blah, blah. Well, that's why it's really important to think about who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Because if you were going, say you've got some great friends that you've met through networking, but they love to all meet up for a virtual coffee or a coffee, whatever, and moan about how shit things are. They are not your not people. your people. Like get away from them as fast as you can, because the truth is, people are buying. They're not buying from you. Buying off someone. Yeah. <laughs> That's, start looking at yourself. Like why they're not buying? You know, I, we do that. We something's not buying. We're like, well. Why are they not buying? What yeah, we what do? are we doing differently? What can we do differently? Because people are still buying. And we're last about to rain. It's just raining really, really hard. I hope this isn't on the podcast. I don't think is, it will. If it is, it's pouring down. Yes, it is mid-August. And yes, it is absolutely pissing down outside. Like, welcome to Manchester in summer. Um, what was I going to say? I've lost it then. It was so, dead good. Um, <laughs> But like, yeah, so think about who you're going to surround yourself with and think about talking to someone that is ahead of you who's going to give you a very balanced, unemotional, strategic advice that's going to, you know, but the thing is, you're going to sort out that. It's, there's nothing worse for us as coaches and mentors. Like, when we work with clients and we give them amazing support. And they don't do and anything. They don't do anything. Oh, oh God, it's exhausting. That is, it's awful. It's exhausting. And because you're like, okay, what have you done? And I've not done that. Okay, and then and then they're feeling low about something. You're like, but what are you actually doing about yeah. it? 
So, you know, if you're going to invest in you, which is the best investment you're ever going to make, be prepared that you are going to have to do things differently. But if you want to start yourself out, it's something that we do that works really well is we have a thing called quick wins and we have a board in our office and right on there, right, okay, feeling a bit in a funk, things are not going well. I mean, to be honest, right now when this rains like this, I feel like we need some quick wins after this. <laughs> this can affect your mood. You know, like you go, okay, let's We have a little bit of a brainstorm. We, do, we have some quick wins that we can put on the board and it's like... What can we do? We can have a flash sale. We can reach sell out it. People. Reach out to people. We can sell an in-person day. We always like to do that. Like we, at the moment, we've closed our books for that because it takes a lot of time and energy. But then we can say, okay, let's open up a day in September, and we could just sell it because it. And those are the kind of things yeah. that sell. We know sell quickly. Like your business will be different, but we know in-person days sell quickly. If we do any sort of flash sale, it always sells quickly. Yeah, or maybe you're a product-based business and you've got some stuff that's just been sat there, and you know that you can't sell it. Flash sale on that. You know, there's always quick wins that you can do. Reach out, go to network. Go to your current clients and customers yeah. and see if there's any way that you can help them further. Is say for example, oh, you could lightning then, did you say? Oh no, I didn't. Ooh, Ooh spoon. The storms are brewing. Like, for example, your current clients and customers, you might go back to them and offer them an upgrade in some way. You know, some extra sessions if you're a coach or like an in-person day. We love an in-person day. Or, you know, if you're a product-based business, would you like this to go with that? You know, there's so many things that you can yeah, do. Always Shift the goddamn energy. Yeah, and this is where, this is our last point with this, of like looking at your money mindset. If your money mindset is lack. not good, if you're in lack. And you'll know, we all go in lack sometimes. We all go in that, you know that feeling. you said, and I can't afford this. Or, or if you're getting panicky about paying the bills. If you're getting panicky about bringing in money, if you feel that tightness, like I get it in my chest if I ever go into like lack, it's I a worse feeling. Well, I did have to pay best part of two thousand pounds to Mercedes for a, some bloody. Service. It doesn't even feel better, does it? Afterwards, yeah, no. It feels exactly the same, and there's still a problem with something. And honestly, as I was doing it, I just thought, I mean, really, like that's a lot of money, and I was, and I could spiral. But then I thought, no, I need a car. Yeah, you've got a nice luxury car. My son needs a car that we're safe in and Mm. it's very safe. And I started as I was driving back, because James dropped me off there and I was driving back and I was thinking, what I could have done with that £2,000. I thought, what would you have done with it? Probably spent it on my house. Okay. Yeah. Practical things. Because I'm going to be doing some work to my house. But instead of thinking that, I thought about all the positive things and I looked at it and I thought, it's a beast, this. It's a beauty. I love it. It's a beauty, yeah. And it's safe. Yeah. And it's reliable and it needs all those things doing because it is a good car and mm. suddenly by the time i got back here, i was like oh it's fine yeah I'll, I'll let that money go but you... a lot of people can really let that you know like oh my god there's two months left at the end you know because i did look at my hand and think oh god i've got another two months i wasn't expecting to pay two thousand pounds out this month mm. it's harry's birthday tomorrow my cousin's 30th my nana's 95th you've got three birthdays and yeah before you know it spiraling you could spiral into some crazy story that's not even true. And then it was just like, mine always, it is. mine always is like, what if we can't afford the mortgage? Like, it's not going to happen. It's like ridiculous. That, that's where mine will go. Like, what yeah. if we can't afford the mortgage? What if you lose the house? We'll be homeless. Where would we live? Where's the latest, nearest shelter? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I know some people do get in a position where that's going to happen, but I know that's never going to happen to me because I know I can make money. And if I ever got to the, I know I can make money. Like I can go and make money at any point. All of us here can go and make money. We've all got the skills yeah, to do it. You might not be making money in what you thought you might be making, but you 
really needed to, you can find money. Yeah, we can all like money is everywhere, and we are all really, you know, like we're all really capable. Every single one of us, you listening, us two, we're all capable of making money. And if we put our minds to it, we can make money. And so you've got to put your mind to it. And so just knowing that gives a sense of ease. Just knowing that I've been making money my whole life since I was 13 and got my first job. We can make money. And so just reminding yourself of that sometimes because you can go into this pure panic that is just not required in future trip. Like most of our fears and worries are about something that's never happened and there's no evidence that it's going to happen. We are just creating a fear in our head that it is going to happen. And then therefore we start to feel really shit. And from that place, it's very difficult to be creative. It's very difficult to be strategic. strategic make, yeah, you get into a bit of a flop. And so, you know, if you find yourself doing that future trip, it's like, is this actually the truth? There's a really great, um, what's the name? Um, so good you forgot. So good I forgot. Uh, Byron Katie. She has like Byron a four-step kit. She has like a four-step um, process. And the first question is, is this true? You ask yourself, is this true? So... You know, for me, like if I was thinking, oh, I might not pay the mortgage. And is that actually true? Well, well, no, it's not true. At, at the moment, we can definitely pay the mortgage. Um, but even if I said, yes, I'm worried we can't pay the mortgage. Then the second question is, can you absolutely know that that's true? And no, you can't absolutely know that's true. Anything could happen at any point. Of course we could. And then the third question is, how do you react when this happens, when I actually believe this thought? So when I believe, oh my gosh, I might not be able to pay the mortgage. It's rare that I ever think this anymore, but you know, that's always my worst one. <laughs> how do I react when I feel like that? Well, I contract, I feel small. I feel like limited, my thoughts are limited. It's almost like my whole body contracts. You know that feeling like there's no expansiveness. It's all small and, and, and tight and doesn't feel good. And then the last question is, who would I be without that thought? I'll put these in the notes because it's a really so great exercise. Who would I be without that thought? Well, who would I be? Well, I, I would be a lot lighter and, a, and a, a lot more expansive and a lot more positive. Solution focused. Solution focused. Mm. So many good things. And so that little exercise is incredible. We'll put the questions in and it takes five minutes. And you know, like in all seriousness, like this is actually a really serious subject. And I don't want anyone to we're making light of it but if you go back to the episode with my mom amanda wyatt she talks in there about how this nearly happened to us so when i was six my dad left us in a position where our house very nearly got repossessed and my mum had to obviously find a way out of it otherwise we were gonna be basically homeless yeah. and we did go and live with my grandparents for a little while and then we figured it out and everything well my mum figured it out and you know, I think from that, I've had strength that I've seen that happen. And I've seen mm. my mum, and it, it wasn't ideal. She worked six days a week and she worked in the evenings. And she had a job as well as a business. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, she really, even when she started her business that she, she did really well in, she still worked in the pub a couple of nights a week. You know, my mum's a very, she's very capable, she's very hard working. She's also really solution focused. Yeah, she is, yeah. So she was like, this is shit. My husband's left me in loads of debt. He moved to America. He left her on her own. In those days, there was no way of like getting in contact with them. We're talking, this is like the early 80s. And she was like, what am I going to do? We didn't have a car. We didn't have, the house was about to be possessed. And she's got a way through it. And now, 
you know, we talk about that on the podcast. It was actually quite a hard episode for me because it triggered a lot of stuff. But it just shows you can come back from things. And that just shows someone, you know, we talked earlier about, like, being a victim. Mm. She she couldn't wait for someone to save her. She had to save herself. Yeah, my mum, I have to say, has never looked for anyone to save her. And she's, I mean, she's really, like, in a very positive relationship. She met someone when I was 13. But he didn't save her. No. Mm-mm. You know, they have actually had, financially, they're very independent separately. Yeah, they're together. They've actually been together since since I was 13 and I'm nearly 46 so but she she wasn't looking for him to say but he's her best friend he's a partner you know, love like, it yeah <laughs> um you know and so she just she just got on with it mm. you know and it was shit and um, I imagine she must have been and you can go and listen to it it's, you know it's a it's a good episode good, it's a really great but episode. it's a really good I think for me it's helped me to think that there is always a solution yeah there is always a solution another thing that i like to do and it's a bit um it's a bit it can it well is to go to worst that were the worst go, what mm-hmm. what's the worst that could happen and say for example i was in that oh we can't pay the mortgage thing which was very this thought was very big for me when i started my business and that's why i always come back to it do you think it was bigger when you were a single parent or do you think it's or oh, no i wasn't a single you... parent i've never been a single parent in business ah uh. yeah but I've been a single parent, but I had a job then. So no, it wasn't a thing. It was when I started my business. And the thing is, my husband had a good job. We could pay the mortgage. But I we also relied on my income as well. Like we both, like we had two incomes coming in and then suddenly mine was gone. And then the business, you know, I started the business and I was so fearful. And even without that, he could have covered it. So like, I don't know why this was my fear, but it's it's almost like your sense of safety. There's something about feeling safe. Well, that, it's kind of the biggest thing that can happen. Yeah. Oh, well, exactly. Huge, and so it was like, I suppose it's like, the, well, how how far can I go? And so I, I, one of the things that I did was an exercise. Okay, what if we did lose our home? Imagine it went there. What would happen? And it almost like, I was like, okay, so we'd have to, we'd lose, the house was repossessed, for example. Okay, what would we, we'd have to rent somewhere. Okay, so you'd rent somewhere. And then what would happen then? Well, we'd be living in a different house, maybe not as nice in a neighborhood or whatever, and it would be rented and we wouldn't own it. Would we be okay? Well, yeah, it wouldn't be nice, but we'd still have a roof over our heads. We'd never go without a roof over our heads. We'd never go without food in our belly. It almost like relieved the fear a little bit. It was like, it's never gonna, one, it's never gonna happen. And two, even if it did, it would be shit, but it would also be okay we'd get through it. Whatever your rock bottom is, and it's not somewhere obviously you want people to go, but if they do reach it, and I we've both known people that have, there's only one. I always say there's only one way it's up now. Yeah. So sometimes you've got a free fall to that rock bottom. Yeah. And then you go boom. Right, I'm at it. Okay. And now we go. Yeah. You know, now we go forward. The only way is that. Yeah, and you know, and it's shit. Yeah. And it's really shit. And I don't want to like anyone to be thinking this is me. What the fuck do they know? Like we live very, we do live really, really, yeah, we are privileged, privileged yeah. lives. Um, you know, I don't want, I, I never want anyone to think they don't know what I'm talking about. I think we're just more using this as like a platform to say a mindset when things do go to shit, and everybody when they're in that moment as well. Like, like we were joking before about everyone always thinks their shit sandwich is a worse shit sandwich, don't they? But yeah. to that person that's in it right then, it is really bad, and like. Mm. To that, you know, 
friends can sometimes say things and you think in your back of your mind you're thinking it's really not that bad but to that person you can see it really oh, means something so yeah. you just have to like go along with it and be like yeah yeah and for, yeah and our problems to other people don't yeah. seem big because they're not our problems but to you it's massive it's massive it's yeah. huge so and as humans we all have quite similar problems mm -hmm. like then you know like not everyone's the same but there's a lot of similarity to things isn't I mean, there? this was about when money's not coming in and now we've gone to a whole other well the thing is the, thing. the reason we shifted it was because mindset yeah, it's because mindset. everything's mindset everything's your mindset everything but you know if money's not coming in if you're not making the money you want do these things we've talked about before and it will really shift, shift everything or if you listen to this and the things we've talked about has triggered things know that again mindset taking action and getting help and don't be frightened to ask for help like really don't one thing that my mum does now which i love about my mum is because she's had hard times in her life and she doesn't work now and everything she goes and helps in a lot of community mm. like stuff in our community um and she does loads of things to give back. She always says, you know, when she was on her own, she needed people. And now she goes and does yeah, things. So and, nice. you know, she, and she gives back. And it's a really nice thing. And she's So there are people out there that want to help you. Definitely. Lots of people that want to help you and will give you a lifeline. Will be that ear. Will be that lift. Will be that whatever it is that you need. Yeah, you know, exactly. Well, you and I are like that. We're both fixers, aren't we? We are. Both of us always want to help people. So don't be frightened to reach out as well and... If you need help in business or life, or whatever, know it's good. It's always available. Yeah, yeah, it's always available. That was a deep one. We're the money moons. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier. We are holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations. You are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.